Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your guy, Ricey K. Welcome to another episode of Ricey K and Friends. I'm with the ladies today. Mel, what's going on? How you doing? Hanging in there. <laughs> and we got Ajalay in the building. How you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm good. That's good. And we're gonna, we have another week of uh, shenanigans. But we're going to actually be, you know, very informative this episode. I'm trying to tap in and understand some things about the ladies. So, our agenda for today. First of all, I'm going to start with this. Did you guys watch, um, did you see that video on Twitter regarding that girl who was twerking at Salt Bay's restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, um, I don't know the girl's name, but there was a there was this video that went viral early, early this week. Um, this girl went to Salt Bay's restaurant. I don't know his real name. It's a new Sir El Futur or something like that. But um, basically, they were at this restaurant. It seems like it was her birthday. Um, they had a really lavish dinner. And then she was got caught on camera twerking. And Salt Bay was in the building. He's filming her twerking. The boyfriend was outside. And he was irate. He saw it through the window. So he's banging on the door. Boom, boom, boom. The guy, some guard, I don't know why he let him in like that, but he just let him in. The boyfriend storms in, screaming profanities, like about to beat her ass. So it was crazy. Um, I just wanted to get your perspective on what you guys thought about it, because I have my feelings about it. So I don't know who else wants to chime in. But So what's your feeling? And I'll tell you my feeling. See, look, so if I was in that situation, he went in there, stormed in and caused a scene. I wouldn't necessarily cause a steam, but I would pull her to the side in private and explain to her how that offended me. But in a private manner, I wouldn't make a whole scene about it. You know, I think that's a, that would be my way of going about it. Cause I don't like to embarrass, put people out there on front street. Embarrass. Um, but I do want to let, you know, my thoughts be known, but I don't want to do it in a manner where she's embarrassed in front of everybody and we just, you know, look crazy. So. That's how I would do it, though. Yeah, I mean, I think what she did was disrespectful, mm-hmm. and he was extremely aggressive in his approach. I don't know what mm-hmm. his intentions were before that video cut off. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. It's interesting, huh? So I like to play devil's advocate. Right. This is my thing, America. Okay. Yeah. You walk in. From wherever he was coming from. Yeah. And it looks like one of the bartenders or somebody let him in because he probably saw him in there with her. Okay. Right? Yeah. And he comes back from wherever he comes back from and his lady is twerking. Mm-hmm. Most men, women, or female would have yeah. caught their yeah. better half, partner, spouse, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Come back and see them doing some off the wall shit. That <laughs> is a normal reaction. I don't know if he put his hands on her or not. The video, the feed, it, it cut off. Cut right, off. Right. But I ain't saying choke her, but a little <laughs> outline of her head might bring her back to her senses. <laughs> just, just, just outline it real quick. Don't Damn. touch her. Just I'll shake you down. Right. Don't touch her, but yeah. just <laughs> girl. You know, just outline a whole body frame, but don't put your hands on it. Just let it know. It's a pump fake. Yeah, just a pump fake. Like I shake your ass up real quick because yeah, <laughs> very disrespectful, very disrespectful. 
But again, you mm-hmm. also got to look at it like, is that the type of female that you're with? Like, she's fun and does yeah. stuff like that. Okay. They had a famous place or restaurant or yeah. whatever. And maybe she wanted to go viral and twerk. I'm not about to condemn this mm-hmm. girl because she twerked. Yeah. I know a lot of females that are in fully committed relationships. Yeah. When they're out, they do stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. When I'm with my girls, I might act a different way than I'm going to act. But the thing is, I don't think they was together. Because not that they weren't together in a relationship. I don't think they were at that place together. It looked like he walked up and saw it. I think he was... I don't know. We, we don't, don't know. really know. We don't have enough context. We don't have enough context, but I'm just trying to play so devil's advocate from all corners. Mm-hmm. Like if it was this scenario, this scenario. At the end of the day, she did it. I mean, but and he did if what that he did with someone that you know she was in a relationship. She was out of line. But he first was of all, did you see well her face when she saw it was him banging on the door? She stopped she knew immediately. She, was in trouble. she yeah. knew. <laughs> That's why I said a good outline. Like, <laughs> girl. The- she do it. It yeah. was her birthday. Turn up. It was her birthday. And if her it, man, it seemed like it was her birthday. Uh, see, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like it was her birthday because they were celebrating. Then that's you know. It could have been her friend's birthday. They probably was drinking. I'm not gonna condemn this Maybe woman because she man, was twerking. That's what being late does. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. The, prob- the boyfriend was invited to the birthday. Turn up. Twerking. So saying, you know, it's it's, and I think. I don't know for sure, but it's the it's like the family and friends. Like it's not random ass people in there. It looks like it looked like a private restaurant. It looked like a random a man room. was recording them though, and that was the issue. Yeah, right. She's bent over twerking. There's she was putting on restaurant more staff. Than people just quick to put on the phone and record anything now. It's like but it's you OD, know man. that's the way of life right now. That's yeah. with everything, right? So. Everybody has to be mindful of that. And obviously, she didn't care yeah. until she saw him banging on that door. Dun, dun, dun. I just hope she's not in a, you know, an abusive relationship. We all, I'm not going to talk about No, I don't, I don't but... ever condone violence. That's like, why I said a good outline. That one video yeah. is not enough. It's not enough info. It's not enough info. We do might have anger issues, but then again, it's not enough context to be. America, y'all know. Mm-hmm. Most of y'all would have lost it. You walk up. <laughs> And your girl is twerked over in a tight, scrunchy shirt. Her ass, you see, and everything move. <laughs> you would have lost it. Like, I'm just saying this. It's not the right reaction. Just, hey, Salt Bay was looking mad funny, though. He's sitting in the back. With his, he put the, the phone out, just way out. Like, yes, this yeah. is what I like to see. Right. My restaurant, like, I'm making money. I'm seeing the cheeks <laughs> shake. The restaurant goes viral. Oh my god, this This is good publicity. It's gonna bring people there to come twerk. (laughs) I promise you, that's gonna be the twerking restaurant. Good marketing, folks. Good marketing. Barbecue so good makes a girl want to (laughs) twerk. Goodbye, Ricey. (laughs) You understand? It's no longer slapping your mama anymore. It's no longer. It's no longer uh, barbecue so good makes you want to slap your mama. It's now. It makes your girl want to twerk. That's what. I that's how guess. it works. I ain't shunning her. He <laughs> he probably could have calmed it down a little bit. I'm just going to say, I understand his rage. Because if I walked yeah. up from somewhere and my man is in another female's face, you would outline. say how you would react. But who knows in the heat you of the moment. You got to know who you with, though. Right. That's and what I said. So long as y'all know and have an understanding with each other, then it don't matter what other people's perceptions are. Because if your man supports... 
you pulling your shirt up at Mardi Gras because it's Mardi Gras and y'all turned up? No, let it together. Then what makes then, him think you won't stop and twerk for a stranger? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's just some pure joy that to the food was own. so good. I don't think she ate yet. She didn't, she couldn't. I wish I knew what made her start at twerking. Maybe he asked her. Now that is it, is it renowned? She's, uh, we don't know. know. But speaking of shaking things up, <laughs> October surprise hit early. This dude, Trump. Trump had a week oh, this week. Goodness. First off, he had the debate. Do you guys watch it? That's me, and I watched the whole I heard the thing. <laughs> you heard the transcript? I sat. <laughs> let me tell you how focused I was on it. I, mm-hmm. I sat in my car and listened and watched. I, Damn. I just stayed. Once it came on, I was driving. I pulled over, and what? I had yeah. to watch it because I knew. Did you take anything away out of it? I took away that I'm being partial. This guy got to go. Like, I'm just being 100. Like, Trump got to go. You know what's funny but is he think this, he won that we debate. We knew this, though. He think he mm-hmm. won that debate. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. The thing is, as ignorant as that man is, he's, uh, what do we call it, for TV. Like, he's like... He's just prime. He knows how to he knows what work the camera. Yeah, he's, he's a reality TV star. Yeah, he, he knows likes how to, to move make on TV. scenes. He likes... Like he, I think at he's one a showman. He's been in the game a Didn't long time. Didn't he call Joe's son a crackhead? Like this is mm-hmm. the type of stuff. Like I was like, <gasps> he said he's a he's, he, he's a dishonorable military vet and a cokehead. Let me tell you, you asked what did Crazy. I take away from it, right? Mm-hmm. This is what I took away from it. Yeah. Out of the whole debate is that he told the proud boys to stand down. That's and what stand I took. By. Yeah. Now, just what the fuck does yeah. that mean? You already know what that means. Are we prepared? Because you know what that means. I mean, we all knew what it was, but I'm just saying for our mm-hmm. leader of the free world mm-hmm. to say something like that. Yeah. And then for that entity organization now to have more recruits and change that to their slogan, they obviously took it the same way the black a, community it took was it. It was a victory. That's Proud boys. Face. There was a victory for them. That's how he's running this campaign. That's how he won the last campaign. Mm-hmm. On bigotry, to hate, and racism. Mm-hmm. But stand by for what? Because because he's running on this Make America Great Again platform. And everybody has already broke down what he means by that. And he's wide open with it. And it appears that he is serious. Because yeah. he is actually trying to dismantle and... Um, just like him implementing the executive order banning diversity, anti teaching people about anti racism and white privilege mm-hmm. in diversity trainings. Mm-hmm. It's now it's anti American, it's anti patriot, right? And so apparently, this part of American history teaching that element of American history is anti American. Yeah. How'd you feel about that? That uh, that he's outlawed teaching about diversity. Basically, he's outlawed in the sense of be teaching about diversity in schools. So and anyone saying that, that receives federal funding, even federal grantees, mm-hmm. if you get a federal grant, yeah, you are prohibited from having a diversity training that contains those elements, right? About diversity, equity, and inclusion. So you pretty much can't teach about 
systemic teach, racism. Systemic racism. Or, you can't teach about. That is crazy. That is nuts. But is it crazy? It's not. I mean, it's not. Look at how work. we're raised. These books all throughout elementary, mm. middle school, high school. It's been like Does that. not teach us anything. And Facts. what he's saying is, what are y'all doing? This is not our way of life. Hmm. We tell the story we've been telling. Yeah. And that's it. This yeah. ain't even his story. This is the white man's his story. Yeah. This isn't everybody's. You got to go to college and take elective yeah, courses to actually learn about your culture or Google it or do yeah. your own research. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So is it really that far-fetched that he's saying that? No. No, it's not. No. We are not raised on our culture. We are not raised on anything. They implementing that into the universities. That's mm. been something that... Yeah, and the universities, you go 12 grades before you hit a university to learn who you are as a person, where you can shape and mold a little mini hater of another race for 12 years and then throw it at them in college. Sheesh. This is what really happened. Damn. They can't believe it, right? Damn. It's like breaking the brain. You're not going to be able to take it as easily. Yeah. Because you were not raised on that, your morals, your values, none of that suggested that happened. Right. And now you get in college and you're like, hmm, I'm going to write a paper against Do you think these it. guys should debate any further? I guess there was four scheduled debates. <sighs> Do you think they should even talk Is anymore? Trump going to be able to talk? Point, Trump is sick. His That's health all I'm and saying. well-being mm -hmm. should be the priority. Oh, yeah. Since the... What the so, so let's see, let's talk about that. So, yeah, so Our, the, this country is yeah. in the hands of, of him. This shit and is he's crazy. Not well, like and this, that's the mm -hmm. reason why they're downplaying everything because the moment that it is truly acknowledged that he's not well, then yeah. what is the plan? Because America can't stand by yeah. and wait on him to get better, right. Right, and as you guys uh, don't know, it leaves know. us mm -hmm. open so for attacks. You'd rather convince us. Yeah, that I'm gonna be honest. Still as, well. as you may know, Trump, President Trump, and uh, Melania COVID, uh, contracted Melania COVID. Melania's not in the hospital. She's not in the hospital. Melania's but they not contract, on oxygen. Yeah. They contracted COVID nineteen. What they She's think may have been stemmed for it. They might have thought that uh, they they contracted it from the Rose Garden event last weekend, about a week ago. Um, there was a event for confirming, well, not confirming, but nominating Amy Lee Barrett as a Supreme Court justice candidate. So they had a whole thing in the Rose Garden. They're dubbing it the Rose Garden Massacre now because so many oh, senators. Wow. Yeah, they shouldn't do. They shouldn't. It's nuts. Like there's because so many people who were at the Rose Garden yeah, event and the cocktail party. They're got, not dead. Well, they're not. Right. They sh that's why people shouldn't. But you know the media. They they be OD on everything. You know, just to get some clicks. But basically, they're thinking that President Trump got sick. Now he's downplaying. Now the White House is trying to downplay as hard as it can about his uh, current state, um, you know, of illness. Um, I think he's going through it right now. They're saying he had to be... He had, when they announced that um, he had COVID, this was on Thursday, either Thursday or Friday. And then literally that same day, they had a helicopter in the Walter Reed Hospital. Um, that quick, how it progressively worsened. And now they're trying to downplay it. This shit's crazy to me. Um, I don't know what to expect <laughs> with this.
don't know what you guys feel. Like, I mean, karma's a bitch. I think that we're gonna see what COVID. I mean, COVID has taken a lot of people out mm-hmm. and has put a lot of people down and has damaged a lot of people's internal organs. The yeah. ones that have beat the virus. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know if people like. There's no reason to question COVID at this point. It's more like, I think that they try to make it sound like everything they're doing for the president is like a preventative measure, but I don't believe that it's preventative. And you did you hear about how, <laughs> and it's interesting how he was promoting hydrochloroquine this entire pandemic, and now we're hearing that he's on like a cocktail of multiple medicines and steroids. They're, they're giving him, I remember hearing about those therapies when the guy that, writes i believe the law journal the guy in new york he was down for a very long time yeah again when carrie COVID happened he was a ventilator and everything yeah and i remember they first started talking about those experimental treatments when he was getting them right um and they couldn't say and even though he did end up not dying yeah um and got better, mm-hmm. they couldn't say for sure whether it was the treatments or not because they were like doing so much with him. Right. So, but that's, but they did that because COVID had affected him so bad that like he couldn't breathe on his own and uh-huh. all of that. So I just don't know, like, are they really administering those treatments, those experimental treatments in people that are mm-hmm. not exhibiting those severe. He said, all right, so Trump literally said he's experiencing extremely mild symptoms. I don't know if that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. Extremely mild. This man irks the blood in my veins. He does. Um, We all know Trump. If Trump was all right, he'd be tweeting. He'd be. Yeah, that's how you know it's Trump's not not all right. And the beginning, I'm not going to lie. I really thought it was staged. I thought because of all the bad um, mm-hmm. publicity he was from getting debate. from the debate, mm-hmm. from what he said to, about the Proud Boys to the taxes, I figured someone and, and is a liar. like a fixer. Take- he lies. That whole debate, everything he said was a lie. Yeah, that's his personality. That's his personality. But we all know that this is nothing new, and right? He believes himself. And then all of a mm-hmm. sudden, you yeah. got COVID. Mm-hmm. And you were just on that debate, like, oh, you wear a mask everywhere, uh, mocking him. Right. And now you 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 sick with that toupee. You yeah. sick in there, nobody's <laughs> fixing it or nothing. <laughs> so this is what I'm talking about. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. So now you sick. And now everybody, with I'm the sorry. Toupee, but everybody's <laughs> the toupee. Yes, with the toupee. I'm sick of him. The, and now everybody's sending all these condolences. Don't get me wrong. I don't wish stuff on nobody. Right, but right. But I haven't heard that man say since people started dying show any empathy or sympathy to the people they that I've never heard him mm-hmm. say you know my prayers are going out to everybody I've never heard it I right. never heard him say it of course. so now everybody is like I guess when they go low we go high I'm I'm at a good medium I'm not yeah, at a high medium yet. yeah I'm not I'm not at a good high yet because mm-hmm. now everybody's sending all these condolences and trying to show they're the bigger person and I'm like, you know, he's somebody I don't know who's sick right now. Yeah. I don't wish him ill, but I'm just saying too many people die from this and yeah. you downplayed it. There's right. recording of you downplaying it. You want to keep calling it China's plague, but this is your fault. I don't give a fuck where the plague came from. Yeah. 
That's fine. You know what I'm saying? They all come from places. You just have to have the Ebola came from somewhere else, and we no. got it down. One he person died. He didn't show his. He definitely is not the mm-hmm. appropriate and leader. He didn't show his leadership in this situation, and it's just you want to know why he doesn't listen. continue to show his leadership because he's so focused on dismantling himself. Barack. Obama, who could yeah. never be president again, but he wanted to break and tear down all these policies and procedures he had in place. And because you did that, that's why that virus got all up and through here. He, he has no plan. Basically. There is no plan because it's going to be gone like yeah. a miracle. Just one day it's going to be over with. Right. And what terms were you speaking of? Because it's still here and it's picking up very rapidly. Yeah. Again, we got see- to get another wave. And, and he, well, I think he would want to be business as usual. And while he gets well, get well soon, Mr. President and Jill and Joe. Let's get back to business with the campaign. <laughs> if he got to be up there talking, this is scary. People, I feel bad for Melania. If Trump, yo, Melania getting get no love at all. Melania's uh, sick too. She gets no love. Like damn, I'm like, really concerned. First of all, I'm really concerned. Melania in the corner in the she's cut. Fine. That's I'm fine. concerned how she contracted it. She's not really with him. Like, let's that. explain how Melania really hates this man. Like, the more I see her interacting with with the uh, Trump, the more I just see how she hates this man, and she's just she's just plotting for the come up. She's just plotting. She's in there. How for the long did home. she? How did she catch COVID? Every time that man tried to touch her, she, was she smacks him. My yeah. point is like, the hell, she <laughs> don't even touch slap? that man. Hey. After the debate, he went to hug her. She moved his you know, arm. Mel, you know this. Like in basketball. Right. Like Get out, how did she catch it? You know in basketball, Mel. I'm you know saying. this. Like in basketball, when you have the bas- <laughs> in basketball, when you have like the ball and somebody's trying to reach to, to slap mm-hmm. it off you and you, you, you know, you can slap the hand out. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's what Melania does. Every single time I see her, they go down the plane, smack. They go down to the Rose Garden, smack. I the believe hand. on Air Force One. She's at the front, he's at the back. Like I, I believe that. It's almost like I, I believe she played basketball, in the, you know, back in the day, because she's she's real nice with sl- smacking mm-hmm. the smacking the wrist. But I don't think I don't think she's just <laughs> married to him. You know, the mm-hmm. most powerful one, the president. It well, good luck with is. Mr. President. I don't good know. luck. I, I good for luck. real. I hope everybody who has it gets well. You know. Mm. You know, I don't wish that on nobody. I just, you know, let him take his time getting better, and we'll go ahead and uh, proceed with this election. Right. Because nobody wants Mike Pence as president. That's facts. Okay? <laughs> right. All right. All right, y'all. So, I listened to some music this weekend. This weekend has sort of been nuts uh, for me in terms of music because I finally got a major label placement. Um, it's whoa, been whoa. ten years, ten years coming, ten years of work to get to this point. It's just the beginning. Um, I'm track number one on uh, Young Gravy's new album, Gasanova. Make sure to run up the streams on that. Shameless plug, run that shit up. I'm trying to get a plaque out here. It's called Always Saucy. It's called Always Saucy. It featuring Trippy the Kid, Ski Master, Slump God, Spire, Gravy Train. This is crazy. I can explain to you how I got this record. Basically, how it happened was that two or three years back, uh, Kyle, also known as Trippy the God, Trippy the Kid, um, he hit me up. We worked on All We Saw. See, we made the record between ourselves. Um, same beat and everything. Put it on SoundCloud. It blew up on SoundCloud. I guess, I don't know. I can't confirm. I have to talk to Kyle about it. But 
Gravy heard it on SoundCloud. He loved it. Kyle told me that Gravy was also listening to my beats and he wanted to work with both of us. Um, it took two years, you know, he was doing his thing and then, you know, it took two years. But then it was a couple months ago, um, Trippity Kid calls me and he's like, yo, we need, he's like, I need to talk to you ASAP. He was like, look, we're going to get a record on Gravy's album. They're about to record this. You're going to take this and remix it and get all these people on it. Then I was like, oh, you bullshitting me, right? But then Gravy's manager calls me about like the next day after that convo. It was like, yeah, we have you on the album. Um, We're going to send you some paperwork. And that shit was real. <laughs> I got sent so... And then Ricey got so sentimental. Oh, my God. It was it was so real, yeah. Melka Vouch. It was super sentimental. Because it's, it's a long... It was a long ride. Like, that's one of my main goals was to get a major placement. One of my stuff on the bucket list was to get a major label placement. Like, on an album where you can track it on iTunes, on Billboard. Um... And I reached it. It took a long time. It took a lot of visits, a lot of studio sessions, but it's a testament to manifest manifesting um, your your goals mm-hmm. and not losing faith on um, you know your goals. Like it's real. Like if you stick to it, it's they say what overnight. Happened? They say overnight success is ten years. Um, it's that's that's real. Like you had to put the work in and just believe, and the shit will work. So it's just the beginning. I'm really excited. But Gasanova, Young Gravy, it's a solid project. Really fun, upbeat. Um, if you you know need to pick me up, be cheerful. Listen to Gravy's album. I'm not just saying that. It's, that's legit. Um, I also listen to New West Side Gun, Who Made the Sunshine. You know, I'm a resident Griselda fan. So I was listening to that. Super dope. Um, I was a little skeptic because Shady Records was... Back in this project, but they did a great job. This was well done. For all you hip hop heads, go see that immediately. I also listened to, like everybody else, Savage Mode 2, 21 Savage, Metro Boomin'. Oh, that sounds good. It's fire. It's fire. Go check that out. They got Morgan Freeman doing narration. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you had Morgan Freeman narrating. He's the best. He is literally the best. Like, like who thought of that? That is some you know that's goat shit. Like that's that's goat. You're goaded <laughs> for that to get Morgan Freeman yeah to be talking best. hood shit on your album, but in the most eloquent, classiest way. Like that so was creative. so genius. <laughs> it was incredible. You can agree with me on that. I agree. Yeah. So, um, yo, go check that out. Um, Metro Boomin sort of went into his soul bag with these uh these beats so it's not the typical beats that he usually makes but it's a different it's a different vibe and uh i think it was really really well done um so go check out 21 savage um metro booming savage mode 2 finally came out those are the shits that i listen to um but i wanted to branch out the discussion because i was really thinking just randomly there's some artists out there that are pretty underrated um i think of a couple that I think should get more shine and will get more shine. Um, I was going to pitch it to you. You said Willow. You said Willow Smith should get more shine. I did say Willow should get more shine. I think that she puts out some good content. Mm-hmm. Um, her last album 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's done anything recently, but I know within the past year she's released right. a little short album. Yeah. And I really was um vibing to it. Like she gives me Solange vibes. Part of me felt like really? she'd be in the studio with Beyonce or something. Because her music has this nice little soulful mm-hmm. um aesthetic to I it. I didn't even know um Willow had no music. <laughs> Exactly. What's the last time you listened to her? Whip your hair back I whipped my hair back. No, I actually liked her record that came out after Whip My Head Back. And okay, forth. that the one. fire one where she's walking yeah. through the fire and stuff yeah. like that. Whole scene. And then I had watched how, you know, she didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Her dad had told that. Even Jaden Smith is. Yeah, she's I think it, I don't think it's so much she didn't want to do it as they didn't want her to, like, grow up. Just entrenched. Like a Michael Jackson type. Yeah. Because that's what she was kind of on the path to. Yeah. Because that first song was a big hit. It was a smash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they and I think they got a glimpse then like this is a whole different thing. And gotta, let's control and contain it. Because you know how Jada and Will yeah. are. Yeah. She um, wanted to stop. I watched yeah. the documentary. Oh, she wanted to with, stop. Not a documentary. Will was, t- yeah, basically a documentary. Yeah. Will was talking about it and he said it. She just, like, after a few tour dates, she was like, okay, dad, I'm ready to go home. And he was like, <laughs> no, we can't tell Mr. Jay-Z that you want to go home. Right. Now. You got to do these things. And she was like, but doesn't it matter, like, how I feel? Like I'm done with it. Damn. I don't want to imagine, do it imagine Willow. So that was her. That's why she had shaved her head ball, if you remember. Yes. She remember did that, that. Yes. because that was her response to her like being forced. Like she didn't want to do forced it anymore. Like, like she did. She, what a power move! You whip your hair yeah. back and forth. Now you shave it. It's a message. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's deep. That's yeah. deep. That she's really she's deep. a very bright. I have a lot of respect for her. Again, they. I think are, she's very in touch with herself. I mm-hmm. think that I need somebody to tell me why they hear her music because it's not like she doesn't have the power, or the means for it to be. I think mainstream for yeah. her. If you know that she's, I like, didn't know she was still singing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I would listen to her because I think she'll know. Like all right, my I'm gonna audience. Go listen to is aware, but she doesn't make a big deal out of it like she'll drop it and if you catch it you catch it if you don't you don't for for me my underrated artist she's underrated right Right. but she shouldn't people should still appreciate her music she has good music but i are we gonna appreciate it we don't know it's on it's out there though (laughs) it is out there if you you go go on itunes or something you type in willow that's valid now how many people don't got itunes i don't have oh lord (laughs) any music platform Mm-hmm. Oh. If you're a musical artist, you release your music on different platforms. You can find her stuff. It's not like she got it locked down. How you gonna know to go search her if you don't know she got some? <laughs> oh my! All right. <laughs> anyway, my underrated kidding. artist for me is Cookie Kawaii. I don't know if you guys ever heard of her. Nope. She has a super. <laughs> I'm has... not trying to be funny. Just I know you being, being real. <laughs> she got a smash hit called Vibe. Um, she's. Her aesthetic is that Jersey, you know, that Jersey dance music, that Jersey music. Nope. Jersey house music. Oh, you've okay. never heard? Her house music. Like the Jersey house music. Is That's, it different from New York yeah. house music? Um, Sort of. Okay. Sort of. It's different, but it's so fire. She had a remix with Tyga, which, which uh, that was actually fire. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Tyga, Tyga's been... I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about Tiger because it's been in the news for all the wrong reasons. Why? Why is Tiger in the news? What happened with Tiger? Let's talk about it. What happened okay, with so, Tiger? Okay, so this is what happened, right? Mm-hmm. I woke up. 
check this Twitter sphere. Twitter sphere, got Twitter sphere, right? The Twitter sphere. They, they have a for you tab, so it's just like it's mostly music, games. This the algorithm's scary on the internet because they pretty much know what news I'm looking for in, on Twitter. <laughs> Trending number one, boom, Tyga. I'm like, whoa, what happened? Did he drop a song? Did he? Uh, is he okay? Um, is he okay? X Y Z. I check in, and then I just see the utmost, the worst. I see the worst. What happened? This man has his wang out. What? This is crazy. Like, listen to this, Why right? Why he got his wang out and where is it out and at? And he's promoting... What's going on? <laughs> he's promoting his OnlyFans. It's coming out soon. Oh, my gosh. So, this is... So, wait, to promote it, he... Let me break this down. Where's wow. this at? On Facebook? Let, let me... This is no. on Twitter. This. Twitter, let me break this down to you. On, yeah. So, Twitter is... He put his thing on Twitter or nah. shared a picture of his thing on Twitter. This is crazy, though. He leaked his own nudes. He he had this. Okay, so he was with a girl who had nudes on him. This. this girl had nudes on him that she was going to use to blackmail him, right? But he flicked it. And he le- took the he- nudes. He took the nudes that were supposed to be blackmail, released them shits himself. in promotion for his OnlyFans, which wow. is supposed to come out. So he just his put it PR out there. PR was pretty good on that one. And no, because sometimes the way to get ahead of the front is to be the front. I had to throw my phone, like literally had to put it away and like not touch it for about an hour. Because that was not something that you wake up in the morning, just you see, you're not supposed to see that. So you woke up and saw a penis. (laughs) Essentially, it was all up in there. (laughs) It's all up in there. (laughs) Just crazy. That wasn't mine. Was that captioned? No, no, it was was right there. It was like TMZ was all up on it. Like it was right there. And then all the girls like... All the girls on Twitter made this. all the jokes. They made they made all the jokes. So about Twitter, about the OnlyFans. What do you feel about these celebrities just being on OnlyFans now? Just I think they're trying to find a way to make money. Make I money. I think that's going to be very profitable. Mm-hmm. Because porn has always been very profitable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're just providing it in a different platform. Yeah. Um, that's more profitable for the people involved. It's crazy that OnlyFans wasn't even supposed to be like a site for adult entertainment or for porn. It was what like was supposed it, for? To, it was supposed to be a site where you could be like um, membership subscription. It's a membership subscription of- based uh, you know, platform where you can get exclusive content from an artist or from a creative that you wouldn't get elsewhere. So for a subscription with OnlyFans Say for Cardi B, for instance, she's using it. She's using it the way that it's supposed to be designed. That she's gonna put out certain songs or footage of studio sessions or things of that nature that only fun. you see, that only the fans, that only the fans people see. People who are paying that subscription. Hence the name OnlyFans. So, but now they've turned it. People to in the porn, porn game say, "Yo, <laughs> throw it back for a stack on OnlyFans," and boom! Now everybody getting rich off. Off the porn on OnlyFans, and now the celebrities are like, "Wait, we want in too, and we already got a audience." So then Tiger, yeah, so Tiger leaked his own nudes that were supposed to be used for blackmail. I'm mad, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Shit is crazy. Look at Tiger. <laughs> Listen, men like to look at as you said, make it I would have liked to wake up in opposition mm-hmm. to how Ricey woke up. He's, he didn't want to see that, but. <laughs> 
would have liked to wake up as lo- if it made sense. This record dropped. I'm about to check this, this check the stats on my own record. Meanwhile, I'm seeing Tiger's trending, and I'm like, okay, let's check it out. What's going on? Oh my god, delete. Oh, delete, so you delete. clicked on his trending? I thought it was new music or some shit. You clicked. Why Hurt. is he trending? My <laughs> eyes. <laughs> my eyes. See, that's what I'm saying. I would have liked to wake up. It's like up they threw lemon that. right in my eyes. Like, uh, damn. That's messed up. But anyways, going back to music, I think, check out, there's a lot of new music that came out. Oh, and I forgot. Tiana Taylor. Alchemist fans. There's a new project that Alchemist dropped, Fire. Um, it's a short listen, so it's a good, like, drive home, drive commute home type project. So <laughs> definitely check that out. Um, but yeah. All right, now. So we're back. Um, I wanted to take a, take a little pivot. Um, want to express my sympathies to Miss Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. If you guys haven't heard the news, um, they recently, I guess she had a miscarriage and recently lost what was supposed to be their third child. Um, she, she disclosed this information to the public on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I really, my, my heart and sympathies go to, towards her and her family, um, People had mixed reviews about her being going out public about it because it's so such a private um, situation and a private you know moment in people's lives. It's serious, but that's something that you think in private. But then people have mixed feelings, saying, "Hey, this should have left it private." Others are you know saying, "Thank you for being courageous to be out there and um, you know express these real situations." So I wanted to get your take, as ladies. I want to get your take on how you felt about it. Mel, you want to go first? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, when you live your life in the limelight, mm-hmm. you can't expect to be able to really hide much. I mean, I think Jay Z and Beyonce do a great job at what they do, but yeah, um, a lot of other celebrities don't hold it down like they do. And right. if you don't control the story and the narrative, then they're just gonna paint it for you. Okay. So even if they, she didn't. If she kept it in private and didn't announce that they had a miscarriage, then there would have been so much speculation the moment that they realized that she wasn't pregnant anymore. Right. Oh, she got an abortion. Oh, John might have been whooping her ass in the dark or something like that. Mm. Because the world just creates these narratives based off of speculation and they run around and they do that with everything. Yeah. If you don't provide, whether you provide them with information, if you don't provide them with information. But I think that Chrissy has been very open with mm-hmm. talking about her postpartum. Yeah. Talking about issues between her and John and just her own mental health and well being. Right. And I think it's only natural that her experience in that tragedy that she would, you know share share and, that as well. And many people out there Because she's fragile. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. hopefully this will be a way for them, for people to understand, okay, let these people have their peace and time and grieve yeah, and, you know, get well, because right. this is only going to take a toll as well. I see. In the family. I see. That's valid. I, how do you feel, actually? Um, I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. um, about, I mean, I like her. Yeah. Do I agree or disagree? I think everybody opinions are like asses, right? Everybody got one. Yeah. I don't. 
I'm sorry she lost her baby. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was pregnant to begin with. Because I don't keep right. up with like celebrities lives right. like that. It's not I got my own shit going on. Yeah. But in terms of that, I think why some people give her backlash on is because some women can't mm-hmm. get pregnant. Uh, some women like pregnancy is a very fickle, funny topic depending on who and what is being said around certain people. Like okay. a normal question that people think is okay. Yeah. Why don't you have kids? Or when mm. are you having kids? Or you like people mm-hmm. don't know people could be going through things, people could be having fertility issues. Like that's a very sensitive topic, especially in light of recent events where women's rights are being attacked with not yes. being able to have abortions. So like I understand and I hear and she's in the limelight like Mel said. Yeah. So she would have to get in front of the narrative before they paint the narrative for her. Mm-hmm. But again, like these are very sensitive, sensitive times that we're in where anything you say or do can be, be perceived. Or, yes. So you're damned if you do, damned if you, you don't. don't. A yeah. lot of women do appreciate it because it gives them the courage to speak on it happening to them. But mm-hmm. then you yeah. can have the flip of that where that is private. Mm-hmm. But then that's the, the social media and people of America being hypocrites because everybody want to be in everybody's business mm-hmm. and everybody want to know everything and then want to say, this is private. You got to pick and choose. You, yeah. you can't have it both ways. They certainly would have wanted to be, wanted to. It's know. a celebrity. That's just what the, that's the, this. That's just what you're going to deal with. They want you to confirm as soon as that baby bump starts showing, either you getting fat or you pregnant. When are you going to let us know? Because because I would be the rudest celebrity. (laughs) I swear I would. Are you pregnant? Why does that matter? Bitch, nah. Am I? The fuck you mean? (laughs) Are you pregnant? Like, that's a rude question. And you know not to even ask that nowadays because some people... But the media gets away with it because they be like, oh, we it's think it. it's a baby bump. Unrelated. Okay, <laughs> related but not. Is it real, the pregnancy glow? Is that real? Yeah. Because I hear that. I believe that. The yeah. pregnancy glow. Just you, like the happy in a The happy, but so those can be misconstrued for one another because you could have the happy glow. That when you're in love with somebody, it exudes yeah. off of you. I see. You really could see it in a woman. Like your friends will be like, you looking real happy and just glowing the skin looks different <laughs> yeah. you're smiling for no reason we sitting here talking about death and you're like mm, i like how you explained that the the topic of pregnancy is very complex um because you guys go through a lot with pregnancy like ladies in general go through a ton it's just like so many pregnancy so many different factors and, yeah. and the fact that she had another child after you know what she went through and i believe I never really was that familiar with postpartum until I had a friend that went through it. Mm-hmm. And she really was just Is it is it more complicated than fun. is it more complex than just hormones or I went through it after it's, I had my daughter mm-hmm. and I felt like my life wasn't my life anymore and essentially that's what it is. Mm. But I don't talk about it. It, it was like parenting doesn't come with a book, the feelings or yeah. the emotions. And I I I was going through it like at the time. Yeah. My spouse at the time. Yeah. Like I really lost it on him because I really was having all these emotions. Like, look, you're pregnant for ten months, right? Forty yeah, weeks. For nine, yeah. Ten months. Yeah. They say nine months, but you really pregnant yeah, you for like for a, a good ten months. That's right. And then 
you breastfeed it. I yeah. breastfed for almost a year. Right. So, like, you never get your body back, and you don't get your body back the way it was before it happened. And don't get me wrong, some women embrace that, and they love that. And then you have some women that love kids but don't like being pregnant. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, the topic sometimes is, is different for everybody. Everybody mm. has different scenarios and things that they go through. But personally, for me, mm-hmm. I just was like, I'm young. And I just went into this depression, like, this is what I am now. I'm just in the house all day yeah, with a baby, can't go nowhere. My husband's always out working, and I'm just with this baby all day, every day, and I just was losing my mind. I feel and it. I like was going through like a depression and then I like snapped on my husband at the time and I yeah. came home and they were both gone and he left a card like go enjoy your day yeah. your weekend <laughs> whatever He's you like, need Yo, to fam, do let to me know get back to you yeah. like go and then I had to realize like all right you're bugging <laughs> you have a postpartum and I didn't know I had it Damn. but once I started like I think I went to a wick appointment shout out the wick yeah <laughs> and i went to a wick appointment and she i was telling her about it and my the my worker and she was like you know that sounds like postpartum depression and yeah. stuff so you know that that's when i like really found out like what i was going through mm-hmm. and you know once you have a baby you don't have that adult interaction anymore because you're always home with the baby and you're by yourself with the yeah. baby you're not out working right. you don't have that and that adult like interaction that that so that was mm-hmm. it, it was it was something it, and some women get it worse than others some women don't want to live anymore some women don't eat mm. sleep yeah. like they just sit in a corner and like become manic and really don't know where to go what to do like, like you can really get lost you know because it's, it's a real it's, thing and they yeah. don't teach you about that when you're pregnant like I, I encourage people to get parenting classes so, when they're pregnant this might be and get training so, and therapy yeah. and, and you have to have some for us men for, for us well. men how can we how can we support like we gotta we gotta be keen on certain things or there's nothing you can do man no I'm think, just kidding I think <laughs> understanding though because yeah. I think with men they don't they really truly don't understand, and they truly don't care all that a woman's going through. Mm. And I think they have to understand that, you know, it's not as simple as just getting pregnant, popping out a baby, and yeah. then boom, you're back to normal. There's mm-hmm. just these, you don't. This is stuff you don't really have control of. That's it's why like, I said going to parent parental classes so while you're pregnant and I stuff. I think men prepares should be more both of informed. them for that. And mm-hmm. then it's like then these relationships don't work because these people really aren't prepared, fully prepared for all that it all that comes Entails, with it. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps to be informed so you know like this mm-hmm. is this is likely postpartum depression. How do we deal with postpartum depression? Just you know and right. Have that person that guides you and help you figure out how to navigate that. Right. Together. Mm-hmm. No, this is really insightful. I mean, like, for guys, they should see it like a baby's on the way. When the baby is on the way is it, and, and born, they're, you know, elated that they have a son or daughter. And, you know, they just say, we got to make a commitment as a guy, as a man, to provide for the family, to take care of the kids. All that and, and and all that, but they never, we never really factored those nuances. What if there's postpartum? What what you know, we have to be keen and aware on, on how our spouses are and 
really be attentive. Definitely. Like we really have to be attentive and very sensitive to what they're going through. Because you ladies go through a shit ton of shit that we don't go through at all. But you men, listen, this is not even to deflect from that. But men go through a lot of things in their day that they don't always share with their women. Right? Because they want not... They, in their brain, they don't, not even a burden, they don't want you to carry that stress. Mm. They, they, because in a man, the way a lot of men are brought up is that they're supposed to be the one that holds all that. That could be very detrimental to a relationship where you have a man holding all of that weight and then on top of your lady going through something or vice versa for transgender and non conforming genders or, you know, whoever your partner is at the time. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's hard on on both parts, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you, that man's dealing with things now. She's pregnant. He can't even come home and tell you like I almost had to do X Y Z because mm-hmm. he's trying to keep you safe or trying to keep you out of the buzz or yeah. don't want it to what going on in his life to affect yeah mm-hmm. out you know your well being. So I get it from both sides, but definitely men just. Gotta be in tune. Be more in tune than what's going on. But that also has to go with who you're dating. People have to be in tune with each other. You gotta know who you're dating. It all starts from the beginning. And this is a good Ask these essential questions in the beginning. (laughs) That's a good (laughs) Where you work, what you do. You got kids, how many kids' mothers do you have? Are you still with your kids? This is a good This is a good segue for uh, going to some black mental health. Um there's something we gotta talk about, you know. I know we're going through COVID. We're going through these trials and racism in America. Um, we're just trying to we're just trying to live, you know. And it's hard, like how we're moving out here. It's really hard, and um, you know, for certain things. For me, music is a refuge for me in terms of getting my mind right. I always make music when I'm feeling a certain kind of way to express those feelings. Um, that's my go-to, but. And hanging with Mel, that like hang with Mel for real, like not even just to gas you, but like hanging with Mel just keeps me, keeps me sane, keeps me level. Um, it really keeps me level. I love we, this we be going through, They really are the best. We be going through some stuff like at work and all that stuff. You know, we have our feelings and all that stuff, but when we're over together, it's always a sense of calm. Like, and you need that in a relationship. Your partner's peace. Yes, not just your woman's or your man's. Peace, be still. Both. Yeah, like for instance, for like yesterday when we went to Art Omi, um, for local folks, go to Art Omi out in Hudson. It's in Ghent, New York. We went out here. It's an outdoor museum. It was just one of the most peaceful experiences that I've had in like all year. And it was just like I felt like Nola Darling and she's got to have it. (laughs) She felt like Nola Darling. I can't with this female sitting across Ah. from me. (laughs) I think black mental health is so important, guys. It's It's been important. It's been important since the 70s, since the crack epidemic. Like it's always been important. Even further. Even way further. This is generational. This is generational again. We're not learning about our own ethics and cultures and our own history for mm-hmm. for so long so yes with the pandemic and the protests things are bad but they've always been this bad yeah and we just gotta 
always support each other. It's great to have a support group. It's it's hard watching the media every day. Sometimes you have to shut it off. Yes. Yeah, shut it off. Yeah. And get with your support groups. Definitely weekly. Have weekly remote cocktails with friends or <laughs> however you guys yes. do it. But it's very important right now to... To emphasize talk about the drinks. what's going on because me and Mel <laughs> emphasize the drinks, right? Me and Mel, <laughs> me and Mel are each other's venting partners. That's you know awesome. what I'm saying? Something happens, I call her so, and be like, "Listen, you know what?" But that's that's great for your mental health. So anyway, the way that I yeah. interpret what Ajale is saying is, you gotta protect your space, mm-hmm. and I think that like we're being traumatized and re-traumatized. As much as we allow ourselves to um, be exposed to those things that really bother us and really shake up our mental health. And we have to be able to identify those triggers. Yeah. And when you realize that you're in a state of vulnerability or sensitivity, that you might need to take some extra steps to protect your space. And that may mean not being on social media for Mm -hmm. today or not engaging in any political conversations or not going back and forth with that person on Facebook and you know and what and then doing whatever it is that you do to protect your space whether it is surrounding yourself with other like-minded people yeah. that you can vent and kind of talk through your um feelings with mm-hmm. or um you know going listening to music or going on a run or yeah. going out in nature and just and that's what i see it as is you know, I think for for me, I could talk as a black man. I think a lot, an important thing that us brothers have to do is be able to be vulnerable, vulnerable at times. Like we, we've been raised to be tough, to take pain. And we need y'all to be vulnerable To take sometimes. pain, to take hardship, <laughs> to take, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, just to be tough, to be rocks and, and be out here and stand tall despite everything we do but that takes a toll on you like at the end of the day if you're getting you know if you go if you confront a racist situation or you know you just take you know you know the things that we do you if you know you know but there's certain time things in time where we just want to break down and i'm you're not gonna front i you're lying if you you know having that situation when you just like want to cry it out or just let it all out allow yourself to do that because it gives yourself it's a cleanse. Like it's when very you do important. That. And allow yourself to be vulnerable. We don't have to be supermen. We're super hyper-masculinized anyways. We tough out here. We're black men. We're gifted. We're, we're tough out here by nature. That's just the way we are. But allow yourself to cleanse all the pain and all the negativity that you have and be able, you know, have somebody who, who can be that there with you. That means you have to be comfortable being alone, too, like with yourself. Yeah. And there, I feel like there are people out there that they just gotta always ha- be, be around somebody. somebody or have somebody else with them and I think that sort of dependency is could harmful you, because then you're never really truly but what if in you're, touch with could yourself. you say that's an introverted nature I or say it, it as intro- this like how, if I don't you're an think you could, I agree with your assessment of it yeah. but what I will say and defer from that mm-hmm. is that that may be how someone deals with their mental health. Like they yeah. know they're not stable on their own. They might be toxic in every relationship that they're in, or it may not always work, but they know them by themselves. It's 
something might happen to them. Mm -hmm. They might start thinking a certain way. Some people know themselves to know that they can't be by themselves and they are self-dependent on others. But if you can't be by yourself... That's a, but that could be considered a mental uh, health issue. Yeah. Okay. So if we're speaking on black mental health and we have all these people entering in relationships, they know they ain't got to do business being in. Right. You know what I'm saying? But because of the need to be with somebody, to not be alone. But that's when, that's the thing. Eventually you have to start, you have to work on yourself at some point. Because you do. You're on that road to disaster as much as being dependent on people and not being by yourself as you are being by yourself. Oh, I'm definitely not in yeah. disagreement with you. I'm just speaking for half the people that no, do we it. Have to, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? This is it. That's what's Let happening. Put that perspective there. Yeah. You know, I, I, I agree with it. You have to have self-care. Yeah. How are you going to love somebody else if you don't love yourself? If you don't get up every day in the morning and be happy about who you are as a yeah. person and be able to look at yourself in the mirror and stand in your and truth. Find, and find an outlet. I really strongly Definitely. advise to Always. find an outlet. Like Always. If it's boxing, if it's creating... If I'm so proud of black people knitting, during this pandemic. Walk, I watched so many find black people an outlet. Yeah. start businesses. My girl Mel started Harkness Consultant. Few yeah. of my um people on Facebook, everybody a selling lashes, selling clothes, making masks. <laughs> like we are gifted black people, okay? Mm-hmm. We make dust in the magic and we make Executing things happen. So I I'm, I'm proud of us this pandemic even though we out there protesting and even though we out there being falsely yeah. shot and shit as like much that, as I'm ex- like know? very happy to see all the businesses popping up. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a little scared to see the implications. The implications from everyone that's not doing everything by the book and doing it the wrong way. I feel and y'all not y'all not taxing this, them, this them is getting products legal. and services. I'm just saying, and I'm seeing a lot of copyright and trademark business owners. I'm not. I owners. think it's wonderful for you guys to have them visions, but y'all have to also make sure y'all doing things Move legally. Right. All she's basically saying because is I protect yourself. Contact Harkness Consultant. We can IRS help you guys set that up. Up As a matter of fact, I'm gonna join in on this <laughs> false advert. I'm gonna join in on this pseudo advertisement, which is not led by her, but as a matter of fact, by myself. Hardness <laughs> Consulting Solutions can help you in these certain situations. Yes. If you have any issues regarding diversity, equity, and inclusion, <laughs> please contact Miss Melody Harkness for right. for these uh, issues. She has great training seminars that you can tune in. Tax you issues. can tap tap in to all your employees and everybody that you need to know that's great (laughs) see we're doing a test run for the the advertisement let's get it i'm trying to get these ads in so um, this is a this is a test run but she's the real deal like for real she is if you're a professional and you're listening to this please give her a call you can hit me up direct on twitter on instagram i will lead you to the path i'll lead you direct you upon the path but anyways, like this is this on, on, on a real note, like this is really something that we, we should, should talk have more to. Conversations conversations about. Yes, always have mental health and black, black mental, mental health. health and everybody stay safe out there. Keep your heads up. Right. And we're going to make through it. And hopefully. Uh, yeah. Hopefully Trump's all right. Right, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and you get those chief. And you get chief. Hey, you get those hopefully chief, right? Hopefully all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Blessings. Bless <Hey>. up. <laughs> All right, so last thing I wanted to talk to, talk about before we go, um, this is for the guys. Hey guys, tune in. You're gonna get an exclusive here. 
because we need to get in. Yeah, we need to get in tune. You know how we're talking about we have to get in tune with our partners and get in tune with the ladies that we're with or you might be courting, you know, whatever that word is, if it's still used. But I want to get some guidance from you ladies on what men have to be aware about, what we should do in order for us to live in perfect harmony. Because what I see on the internets, yes, the <laughs> internets, is that men get super irate about what women do and women get super irate about men do or do not do. And it's just a lot of discord amidst all that and it looks ugly. So I'm giving the floor to you guys, ladies. See, I'm fucking up already. I'm giving the floor to you ladies to discuss on certain <laughs> qualms that you may have or certain pet peeves or certain things that you may want to just put out on the floor for us to be aware about so that we can shape, sharpen up and be the right men that we're supposed to be. So if anyone wants to chime in, I already know for me personally, it was about timeliness and being prompt. Don't I know it. I'm notorious for not being prompt. <laughs> Andrew and Major know it. The 30 minute, the ricey ar arrival is always 30 minutes later than what we scheduled. That's just been a thing that we know. And I've been pretty consistent with that. So if I say two, it's going to be 2.30. So they know what the vibe is. That's between us, though. We have an agreement. <laughs> but, not every, but not everybody is, is, is cool with that. And I'm actually glad that Mel... Um, has been really rather, you know, on point about assertive, assertive about that point of being on time because I know that's her huge pet peeve that she does not like when people are are not on time, and it's really affect it, it's really sharpened me, and I know that with with um, interactions with at work or anywhere else business, you got to be on time with that. I can't be late for. The I bag. You like can you, never be late for the bag. So you gotta respect people's time. Yeah. You gotta respect that. If I if I took time out of my wonderful schedule to make time with you mm -hmm. and we set up a time and then you don't appear at that time, mm -hmm. that that's like you not respecting my time. Yeah. Because if you're just late, you need to let me know that you're being late. That doesn't still mean that I'm okay yeah. about the situation because you need to respect my time, my time. Is valuable, right? Communication is the saving grace. Yes. Okay. Communication because is. even though you know mm -hmm. untimeliness is a pet peeve, your saving grace has always been communicating your lateness. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole on oh, my way, five minutes, ten minutes, yeah. just out the door. <laughs> yeah. But say something. Let's like, be real. Of course, though. say yeah. something. Definitely communicate. Versus having somebody wait in. Like, Definitely. When are they showing up? <laughs> yeah. Because I know you guys have a routine. Like if you're setting up for a date, you know, you're going to get right, get fly. You have your whole routine and you got things that's supposed to line up. For me, I'm like, I'm I'm notoriously aloof. And that's been the thing I've been working on. I have girlfriends and like that. I know that. I know that, like, I know we gotta that, like, tell you, them something yeah. starts three hours earlier than when it does, yeah. so that they can actually be on time. So this is the thing with the oh, ladies. Oh, there's, well. there's, yeah, I have very close friends who yeah. do not care. Like if I say we're gonna leave at eleven, I mean, you know, I'm gonna show up at nine though. 
at her door. Yeah. Because I gotta be you like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come yeah. on, what are we doing? Right. You know, but somebody always, everybody got life. You still gotta run an errand or two before you're doing this or something comes up. We always find reasons or meanings to not be doing what we should be doing. So mm-hmm. back to these men, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about it? Talk and about it. Talk about it, Mal. How to have the balance, I guess, with women. Mm-hmm. I guess it's listening is a big one too. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like the communication, but listening. I think a lot of dudes they probably tuned out right now just mm-hmm. because we talking about <laughs> <laughs> listening. They might be. Oh, she's hey. talking about listening. Know, Cut know, that know, shit off. Listen, listen. <laughs> for those in tune, right? <laughs> this is for you. No. Yes. No, seriously though, because I think that's a lot of women's pet peeves is a man that. That doesn't listen or a man that has, you know, figured out how to tune them out and you have to repeat yourself Mm -hmm. or you told somebody something a week ago and they just and then you realize that he completely didn't hear it because. Yeah. Clear based on the conversation, like what are you talking about today? Yeah. But that can happen to anybody. Then. No, I th- I think <laughs> guilty. That, but... Yeah, it can happen to Somebody like Cardi B has no. said one time, like people be thinking I be wearing rude and they be talking to me, but I be in my head like, where's that sweater at from a week ago? Like that happens. Yeah. Like things just pop in your head when people are talking. <laughs> I do it all the time. Maybe that's why I'm advocating for what's going on because sometimes when people are talking to me, I be in such a deep thought about whatever I'm thinking about that I won't even hear you mm-hmm. like you know then what maybe i'm saying you so, shouldn't be in a social environment at that time but maybe it just happens head. that's like telling a person when they gotta pee or shit <laughs> like shit just happens no, no i'm serious no, though it's funny uh, but I'm women serious. know what i mean when we say no yeah we want them to listen of trying course we to want have them important conversation they don't they don't listen and some women just want to be heard yeah. and understood meaning that his actions will then show that he understood the conversation that you was having that he cared at whatever and point. that he cared about the conversation I too get, I, I but if you content, continue to just go through the same redundant mm-hmm. monotonous issue yeah. or thing over and over again then there's a disconnect because what's What's because there's on? there's listening and then there's communicating right. and then there's an understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people get past the listening and then the ones that do get past the listening now they're communicating but they're not communicating with an understanding. Like he understands, right? So he understands like he knows that's a pet peeve and that's something yeah. that he works on because he knows that that's something that you don't like. Some men don't get to that point where they even have the acknowledgement of it. Some people really believe, and not just men, this is women too, that they're like, like this is who I am. Take me how, how I am. I'm going to always be late and that's it. Wow. You have okay. people like that. Yeah. And they're headstrong about it. Like, hey, this is me. I don't give a shit what you talking about. <laughs> you know I'm going to be late. Stop talking about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that's just some, some people. But listening is definitely a big thing. Another thing men can really, really work on um, mm-hmm. that I was just talking to, to one of my friends about yeah. is like a lot of times when you meet people, you like meeting their representative. Mm-hmm. I don't think we as women like that. Expound on that. Like, like when you like? meet somebody, like if you're not really a person that buys flowers all the time, don't yeah. buy me flowers. 
Ah, uh, so keep it a hundred. Keep it a hondo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're not somebody that likes to go out to eat all the time, don't take me out to eat all the time. Yeah. Like, be who you are because I'll tell a person in the beginning, hey, I don't like this, I don't like this, this is how I am, da, da, da. because this is who I am, I don't want nothing to shock you. Mm-hmm. But you have people that sit there and try to be someone they're not and then you find down four or five months down the road that they're somebody else. Yeah. Like, stop being phony. Mm-hmm. Just be you. If they like you, they gonna like you either way. I don't. But want I you. think that courting you, is nice. Courting is nice, can, but don't I be think phony. That you want to look for a partner that's gonna bring out the best in you, right? And you want to find somebody that like you're compatible with. A lot of people really just don't work because they just trying to make it work. You see how nice I am with this. Sex or is good or whatever the case may be. But that's why and I that's said, why it don't be really phony in the beginning. Because if you're not trying right. to learn and adapt and ebb and flow with your partner. Then it's not gonna ever work. How you gonna, y'all always constantly? But how you gonna, gonna do that if you be in I'm fake the greatest. In the I'm beginning. the goat. I'm the goat. Like literally, I'm <laughs> the greatest of all time because I just <laughs> snuck in the black love segment that Mel has been waiting for this entire series, and I snuck it in like this. Like, give me kudos, man. Like this is, this is. This is a piece of resistance. Indicating the listening factor. Yeah. Of me wanting to. She has been saying this (laughs) for so long. A black love segment. What's up with the black love? Your brothers don't like black love. They don't like black love. You know, it's like it's like through code. Now here we are, but I'm leaving the floor back to you. So I'm just saying, like, um, yeah, we gotta be we gotta be privy about that. You gotta understand your partner. And um, really be li- listen. Like I think you got to get get the take the blinders off. I think a lot of people the blinders come on mm-hmm. uh, when they are in a new relationship, mm-hmm. and it makes you like either sugar or salt is sprinkled on it. Either you the pessimist that you just looking for the wrong in everybody, Ajale. Yeah. Or you <laughs> like overly heighten up everything. I'm not looking for the the worst in a person. All I'm saying I is when that... I meet you, I need you to be you. <laughs> I don't want you to pretend to be somebody that you're not. I gave flowers and all of that as an example. How do you feel but... about okay, so how do you feel about this is an, this is a a sentiment that a lot of men I've seen on the internet talk about saying um, women overgeneralize certain flaws that certain sp- men are exhibiting. So See, that's why I was why saying you I wasn't overgeneralizing things. My mm-hmm. thing is, again, I'm going to revert back to is yeah. be yourself. Okay. That way it's genuine from the beginning. What right. I'm saying is a lot of people enter into these agreements under false Pretenses? Yes. Okay. Like, I'm thinking he's this nice guy. But and you da, can't da, da, da. put up the facade, but for so long. That's why I said don't be that way in the beginning. Because I've Don't be that way. I like put up that Be yourself. If you're a type of person that likes to hang out and, and do whatever it is that you do, be that person. I don't want don't you to do something to impress me, to give me a false narrative. And then I find out that I just yeah. wasted three months of my time. Right. For what? We're all grown. Who wants a liar or a manipulator or a narcissist on both ends, male or female? But nobody's going to walk up to you and be like, hello, I am a narcissist. I saw this meme. Okay. It's not a meme, but I saw this little post that this lady said, if you, this lady said, if you were a guy and you like, if you like living together and he doesn't take the trash, he ain't shit. 
How do you how do you feel like? I think I feel some type of way about that because that's just like saying a it's woman is supposed things. to do certain things, yeah. and I don't like that. Like I don't think that there are gender roles. You could take out the trash just like I could take out the trash. Right. I could lift this up just like you could lift it up. Now, yes, you're more manly, you might be stronger, and be like, no, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is that I don't like those gender roles. Like because I'm a woman, I should be cooking and cleaning and doing right. all of that. Who says that? Yes, I'm gonna cook and clean because maybe that's what I like to do but don't think that way because we're in a relationship that that's my job because no you need to get up and clean up too yeah you need to get up is it universal is it universal i've kind of been i think it's a cultural thing too gender roles i think as a traditional girl from the south even like my grandma when i took ricey to meet her she was like all right mel fix this plate all right ricey what you want like she pretty much coached me although she didn't have to you know no but (laughs) we do that a lot of us have been molded in a way in those gender but roles. I've, way. I've I'm had... not saying that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, if if a man come out here and is chilling with me and I take him somewhere, I'm gonna do that with him. Be like, "Well, do you like Sunny?" Da 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 da. But I've also went out of town and chilled with a man or a previous boyfriend of mine and walked into one of his friends' family's events and he went around like, "Well, would you like?" Yeah. Well, would you? You want that? You want that? Because. That that's how it should be because I'm in your space. You come yeah. out here, you in my space. Yeah, I'm gonna be that way. But when I'm out with you in your space around your people, you supposed to do that for me. That ain't my I job. I just think maybe that context <laughs> came from upbringing and cultural values and beliefs. I got another one. I'm gonna wrap this up soon, but I got another one. Say the guys like it's Sunday, so say it's football Sunday. The guys are joining in. Um, do you feel that? In the general broad sense, do you feel like you should give your space? Like, do should women give space to their men, or should men give space to their women Spawn in certain sides. situations? I Everybody mean, needs space. Like, Everybody needs space. <laughs> I think it's on both sides. You have people you that want to be around their spouse all the time. Like, you, you do. I don't think that you need space because it's football. She has that Janae Aiko shit. <laughs> you don't need no me time. That's you and me time. <laughs> Yes, I fucking need some me time. Well, yes, I do. Yes, no, I need I mean, some me time. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes it's good to have some space. Don't get me wrong. When you're in a relationship, you want to be around that person all the time. Yes, but then sometimes you'd be like, I mm-hmm. want you to go home because I'm tired. And I just want to be alone right now. Mm. You may not express that to your partner. That doesn't mean you don't need no me space, Janae. Aiko, Aiko, like, I need some me time. Yes, the fuck I do. So I don't agree with that. Now, how do you feel? <laughs> Maybe I misunderstood the question. Yeah, so like if you were the, the boys, like, if the guys are watching football, and the you guys know, you just want to be Here's the guys. my thing. The guys mm-hmm. are watching football. I'm serving them some wings. You want ranch yeah, or blue cheese? Yeah, we, we, what we type of beer? And I'm going to sit there, and if I want to catch part of the game and be a part of the conversation, <sighs> I can be... The realest. A part of the conversation. What do you mean? I don't have to shut myself in the back room because you guys want to enjoy football. I can interact with you guys and then go on about my business if I choose to go on about my business. But you're not going to come into, like, if we share space, what are you talking about? That's true. What do you mean? And this is the last. It's just the same as if I'm having a tea party or brunch with my friends. I'm not going to say, ah, stay in the basement. (laughs) Like, what is going on? You can come up and say hi. You will confine yourself to the say, basement you know what? I at disagree, once. Susie, that you shouldn't treat your Susie. like that. 
whatever. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. it's just I think that's a little right much. Right. I see what you mean. You can coexist. This is the most important question though. Bathroom, toilet seat, down, up, closed. What does it have to be? Smacked is what you will be if you leave my toilet seat up and I go to the bathroom at three in the morning and fall my big ass into a toilet. Smacked is what you will be. You need to pay attention to put the lid down. You ain't the only person in the house that get to stand up. I actually envy you that I can't just stand up and let my business release wherever it wants to go. But at the end of the day... I, I got to sit, squat, or do some type of lower position to relieve myself. So if I have to be violated in that process, you will be smacked upon me getting out of that toilet. Is what I'm saying. I almost forgot about that plight. I almost forgot. Boy. Funny. But... Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of dudes Seat do down. need to know. So it's like, universal. If you sit have down. a woman, and any you have female to pay attention. Do you know we fall down. into that thing? I, now I we got toilet ass water on us. <laughs> like that is that in itself is cringeworthy. And now I'm ready to be upset because I felt. Imagine going to the bathroom three in the morning, guys. You do, you're doing the thriller. And there's no toilet you're doing there. The for and Michael your Jackson. urine don't, is don't. bouncing back from the wall at your face. <laughs> you would be mad, right? So what I'm saying is, is put the toilet seat down because you might go into the bathroom and there not be a toilet there. No more. I intentionally had that to put in there <laughs> because you have to have your toilet seat down. It is. That's it's like imperative. another pet peeve that I forgot that I was a pet peeve of mine because. <laughs> I do have a good man that is aware. Yeah. You have so. some men that are great about it. You just have and some that make mistakes. That don't and then you have some damn. that don't give a whole hot shit. And to them, we're talking to y'all. Is that real? And <laughs> to those of you who leave your business in the toilet and forget to flush the toilet, you know who you are. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Grow up. Then we're coming for you to flush a damn toilet. No, that's just like a person. There's grown men out here. You grimy. That like a... leave their business in the toilet. Nah, that's and there's grown women too. Don't just put that on the med. <laughs> no, there's grown well, women too. Listen, I'm about everybody's nah. equality. Both people do that shit. Would you put out your flush it out? I just feel like that's a grime as a grime fact. That's a just you just uh, it happens on accident. That's hygiene. Sometimes it happens on accident. You learn at that the end early of the day, pay attention to flush your business. I don't know how people grow up to be grown adults and oh still don't flush their business. I just have never. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm just gonna wrap it up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Rice Came Friends. The Lady Takeover Part 2. Thank you, Mel and Ajale. You guys gave us some really insightful um, commentary. Thank you for having me, guys. Love y'all. You already know the deal what it is. Check in on your loved ones. Say, send love, prayers, everything. And Mr. President, get well soon, I guess. We're not going <laughs> to right. say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and on that note, according to Senor... Mayor Capers Splash We out <laughs> That's it Boom That was that was it really You know he, He'd done it and He'd done it against Bayern Munich You know It wasn't against any weak side 
They didn't have have any luck. There was no penalties or anything like that. He was, you you could say, yeah, that was the best match. He he must have, I I remember, I remember him at the time. You know, I mean, at the end of the match, the dressing room was heaving with people. Everybody was so...